Hello, and once again, this is Travis with Oscar Mike Radio, number 152. And got some good stuff tonight on Oscar Mike Radio. Please hit that like, subscribe, and share button all over the place. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere to stay in the know while I'm on the move. And I kind of wanted to recap some events I went to over the last week, what they meant to me, and what I saw. Oscar Mike Radio is sponsored by Joyce Asak of Asak Realty. Thank you for your support. Hi, this is Joyce Asak with Remax Synergy. I am a real estate agent that services the South Shore. You can follow me on Facebook or Instagram by following Joyce Asak at Asak Real Estate or my website, asakrealestate.com. You can also reach me directly at 508-942-7146. For any buyers or sellers that I'll be working with in 2019, a donation will be made in their name to 22Kill. So I literally was on the move from Friday at 6 a.m. till Sunday afternoon. It did not seem like I really stopped that much, but it was all worth the effort, all worth the work and really cool to see. And I had three things that I kind of attended or covered, if you will, and learned some things and got exposed to different things and met some new people and saw old friends. And I felt like this week, I wanted to kind of tell you all about it because, you know, I want to give you my perspective. The first thing is I had the opportunity to live cast with the Braintree Rotary at their annual golf tournament at the Braintree Massachusetts Municipal Golf Course. It's a mouthful. All good. And, and one of the things that I hear from a lot of veterans worldwide, whether they're uh, U.S. veterans foreign veterans is they lose a sense of, of service or connecting with people who like to serve when they get out. It's kind of funny how that works, but a lot of them lose that connection of service. And it just so happens that Rotary is all about service. In fact, as I talked to the individuals during the live cast, they kept saying the same thing over and over again. Our motto, our creed, our core value is service above self. The next one being is service is the rent you pay to walk on this earth. You need to understand that the majority of the, the, the rotary that I know from Braintree, because I you know, participated in events with them before, the majority of them are in an older demographic. They either have their own businesses or they work in small business. So for them to take a day off work to support something like this is a, is a big deal for them. For a lot of them, there's no you know paid time off to do a volunteer event. You know, if they take time to do a volunteer event, it's coming out of their end somewhere, either through you know lost time doing sales, managing the business, promoting the business. I, I could go on and on. So this is not somebody just talking. These are people actually walking their talk, as I like to say. And the thing was, everybody came together to make this happen. Everybody knew what they were supposed to do. Everyone was there on time to help out, welcome the guest, get them registered, and, and make the place transform into a place where guests donors, sponsors could enjoy themselves for a couple hours of golf and enjoy themselves they did. It was absolutely a pristine, beautiful day in the South Shore area of Massachusetts. And for me and my exposure to the Rotary, I've always felt at home 
I've never felt like a stranger, even though I'm not really an official Rotarian at this point. I really feel like I need to get my act together and, and re-up my membership because I've forgotten what it was like to be around people who believe so passionately about their community and service that they're willing to do this, especially when you learn more and more about what Rotary is. There's over a million Rotarians on this planet. They're one of the largest service organizations out there of their kind. Their work has helped you know, virtually eliminate polio in many countries. They take people and accept people from all walks of life. There's no bars to entry as long as you meet the general requirements, but they're not going to tell you you can't enter because you're a man or a woman or identify a different way. You're accepted. And that's one of the things I can tell veterans that I felt accepted the minute I came to speak at the Rotary event. This was a couple of years ago. And they're all about service. So again, if you're a veteran and you want to give back in your community and, and be around people who really embrace this service mindset, it, it's a win. But if you're a veteran starting your own small business and you're looking to network with people who really, one, and this is the first and foremost, they've understood what it takes to grow a business from nothing to something. Yes, they may not have served in the military, but they understand. They understand what it takes to build something locally. Just the knowledge that I've gained from talking to these business owners is amazing. So you have that, and you have also the networking aspect. Your service might be able to be used by somebody else. They'll get a sense of you. And if you get involved and roll up your sleeves and dive in, you're going to expand your network very easily. And there's all kinds of people to meet. It was just nice to see this happen in this area and space. I, I really, really, really enjoyed the opportunity to come and live cast from this event. And I learned a whole lot about my live cast rig and some improvements we're going to make, but it just uh, was a really great time. And again, felt really welcomed. And this is a very active club who believe in their community and believe in service and believe in trying to make their part of the world a better place. And that's just a very good thing. It's a very, very good thing. So I did that, packed all up, went home and, you know, did my dad thing, did my work thing, did my, you know, training thing. And Saturday was a busy day. I was in, I was in two different places Saturday. I'm very pleased to announce on this podcast that the 69th New England Irregulars really is starting to make headway in the space that they're doing. Uh, Scott Libby, who I interviewed last year, almost a year ago in New Hampshire, has created this, this space, this club for veterans who like being outdoors and socializing outdoors. If you listen to his story, you will see that he was told to get outside and exercise more via hiking or kayaking or walking trails, any number of outdoor activities. And he wants to share that with other veterans. And he has over 200 members in his Facebook group. These are people around the, the you know, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine, Massachusetts area. 
I don't know if he has anybody from Connecticut or Rhode Island. I don't know. But in those states, there are members. And what's starting to happen is, is people are getting more and more involved. They're buying into this whole idea that we can go out and do stuff, not spend a lot of money, and have a great time as veterans socializing. And this is my thing, right? I'm, I'm told so many times that there's, there's nothing to do. I can't hang out with anybody. I'm all alone. There, there's nowhere to go. And I keep telling people, there is, if you look and you're willing, you're willing to put yourself out there. You don't have to be the, 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 the social butterfly. You don't have to be the wallflower. You just got to be there, not be a creep, not be a jerk, and just have a good time, okay? It, it's not that hard. Get off the couch, get in your vehicle, take an Uber or Lyft if you have to, and go socialize with some people. Talk about sports. Talk about weather. Talk about what you did in the military. Okay? It, it's not that hard. And my point was, Saturday, he had a cookout in northern Massachusetts, right, literally right on the New Hampshire border. And again, it was a beautiful day. Beautiful day. And there was like 15, 20 vets, all barbecuing, all having a good time. I, I was really, and I, and I said this before on the, on the little live cast I did from there, but also I wanted to say it again. I was really happy that families brought their small children and even a baby. And I got to tell you, people, you know it's lit. You know this is a good time when the baby is partying just as hard as the adults. I mean, the baby was wearing mom and dad out. It was really funny to see. And it was just great. It was just a great time seeing all the kids able to, you know, have fun too. And I think that's important. Yeah, there's times you're going to want to do an adult, you know, type of event by adults, for adults, you know, that kind of thing. But it's nice that parents felt comfortable enough with the group to bring their children. That's important too, to bring their kids. Everybody had a good time. And, and just talk about what the irregulars are trying to do. And basically... They're trying to have these kinds of events, whether it's a float down the river, a bicycle ride, motorcycle ride, any number of things that people with no real agenda or anything can just come together and, and socialize. And you might be saying to yourself, well, isn't that easy? Well, you have schedules and job and, and school and training and, and kids getting sick, kids needing stuff, family priorities, priorities in general, bills to pay, and then, you know, other issues that are around that. It can be hard sometimes, right? So the idea is to have enough events that if we're all kind of talking and socializing and having a good time, that it's not really ever a time where you're feeling disconnected from a group of people. And a, a lot of work went into it. Just wanted to say a big thanks to Rick Irish for opening his place for us. And a big shout out to Scott Libby, who had this idea a year ago. I'll have a link to that podcast in the Oscar Mike Radio blog post for this podcast. You can check it out. Almost a year ago, I was sitting at a picnic table on a campground in, in middle New Hampshire, talking to this Navy guy who had this idea. And now through a lot of work and networking and talking about and articulating his idea, you know, we have this group of people who are really committed to each other and it's just great to see 
I don't care who you are. It is just great to see something like this come together. Homegrown, organic, no real sponsor, no real donor you know, space, just people coming together, loving the idea and making it happen. Just love it. Well done, Scott. And then I did that, right? I did that. And it was about, I got there at like, I don't know, two o'clock and had to leave around five o'clock because I was trying to get to my last big thing of, of this last week, which was uh, the Wild Hearts Horses for Heroes 10th Anniversary Gala. And, and what an amazing event. First, for those of you who uh, may not know, Wild Hearts Horses for Heroes provides equestrian therapy for veterans with PTSD. And I've talked to the, the owner and CEO, the founder and CEO, if you will, uh, Julie Lovely, several times. And Julie's been gracious enough to open her time and her home and, and her barn because that's where we do the podcast. And I have to tell you, honestly, the barn is probably one of my favorite places I've been able to podcast out of since I started this. And the reason for that is my first podcast there, which I'll link in the uh, blog post, was not my best. I'll, I'll tell you right now. I mean, I did it and I, I kind of made it work, but I, I really did not pull it off the way I wanted to pull it off. And the subsequent podcasts have gotten better. And I was really proud of the last one I did with her and what she talked about when she talked about her her 10 years of doing this and some of the victories she's had during that time. But to actually go to the gala event and see it all come together and all the people who came out to support the mission was just fantastic. And it was, again, just like you know that Friday and Saturday for Scott's event, perfect day in New England, perfect day. Uh, this event was held at the uh, East Bridgewater Commercial Club in Bridgewater, Massachusetts, East Bridgewater, excuse me. And it was almost like a scene out of a movie. She had a outdoor tent with the sides up and people were sitting there, you know, having, uh, you know, cocktails and appetizers and talking and socializing and, and there was horses there. It was just an amazing event. But one of the best things you know, we, we all sat and you know, ate dinner and, and, and heard about the mission. And afterwards, one of her veterans got up there and did a show with a miniature horse. And the cool thing was, is I had met this veteran when I first uh, talked to Julie almost two years ago. And the veteran was just starting out. And to see how this veteran looked and acted that night versus when I first met you know, these people doing this class was simply, uh, I took my breath away. It was a completely changed person. The person I met was not the person that was doing this that night, and it was so great to see, so great to see. And to have the board uh, board directors, uh, the chairman of the board, get up there and talk about the mission and how much they all appreciate the help was was. You know, it was, it's good to see when a board member does that, right? I, I got to meet several people there who talked about their connection with Wild Hearts Horses for Heroes and what that meant to them and got to briefly talk with Julie, who was all over the place. You would expect that, right? You're, you're trying to do this. You have guests. You have donors. You have, you know, veterans you're talking to, and you're trying to make sure that, that you're, this is going off without a hitch, and it went smoothly. And a big thanks to all her volunteers 
who came out to help serve food and, and handle the uh, auction and help out with the horses. My point here is these kinds of things, these kinds of small nonprofits don't get to this point without a lot of help and without a lot of focus and drive from the person they're running it. And it's nice to see somebody, you know, hit 10 years. It's an amazing event. And I certainly appreciate getting to go, getting to spend the time and learn more. And it's, it's weekends like this that make the podcast really kind of, I hate to use this term, pop for me. Because, you know, there's some weeks are harder than others. Some weeks are really great. Some weeks go smoothly. But this is one of those weeks where it all kind of came together and coalesced. And I got to really see some fruits of my labor, but also in some small way be a part of other people's success and, and what they're doing. And it made the whole weekend worth it. And I just want to say thank you to the Braintree Rotary, thank you to Scott Libby, and thank you to Julie Lovey for allowing me to share in what you've done and your work. And I appreciate all you do on behalf of people and veterans everywhere. And again, this is kind of a, a different kind of podcast. I kind of wanted to summarize some of the things that uh, I get to do because I've gotten to meet these people, share with you about their mission, share with you about their successes and their challenges. I mean, for all these organizations, money, of course, is a constant issue, as you would expect. That's not going to change. They they always need help. The need is always there. And that can't be understated. But also, the, the really cool thing is seeing how these organizations work to bring people together to change lives. So seeing that and getting to understand that is, is again, one of the great benefits of this podcast Lots of good stuff coming up this summer. Going to really work on the live cast aspect. And if you are listening to this and you live cast with your phone, I'd definitely like to hear from you. I have some questions trying to dial that in a little bit better. Uh, when I say that is, I have a kit set up for a big scale live cast production. It's kind of come together over the years and it's starting to work really well. I need something that I can almost put in my motorcycle or in a backpack and provide a great experience, but really make it mobile and make sure that the internet connection works. So if, if you have any ideas about that, I would certainly like to hear what you have to say. You can contact me, Travis at OscarMikeRadio.com. That is Travis at OscarMikeRadio.com. Would love to hear from you. And again, all kinds of good stuff coming up. The New England Center and Home for Veterans has the Marine Corps Marathon on October 27th. I'll have a page for that in the blog post. You can contact them to find out more. Have some other things going on I'm excited about. Don't want to give it all away so far. And my last question to you all is I'm looking at doing some promotional items in the next coming months. What kind of Oscar Mike radio themed stuff would you like to see? Just curious. Just curious. Again, Drop me a Facebook message, email, hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, let me know. Going to be trying some cool stuff. And as always, a big thanks to my sponsor, Joyce Asak of Asak Realty for uh, her support and her support of veterans. So that is number 152, kind of my week this week. Got some good stuff coming up. Can't wait to share it with you. And that is it for now. Travis Oscar Mike Radio, we're on the move.